Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, it's no secret that the past couple of years have been very tough for everyone. And it seems like it's been one thing after another for most people. But is there anything out there um, for who is having a good time? We talked to celebrity psychic Inbal, who's going to tell us which star signs are coming out top in 2023. Um, Inbal, how are you today? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm very good indeed. Um, could you just tell me a little bit about how this actually works and how you're able to predict things? Right. The the science, not a science, an art, yes, an art of astrology is actually quite ancient. Astrology, which is the uh, arts and science of predicting um, future events and explaining present events, looking at heavenly movement, was the same, was one and the same as astronomy, which is just the mapping of the heavens, until a couple of hundred years ago when they divided. And astronomy remained a science and astrology was remained <laughs> kind of a, a, a pseudoscience, I suppose. And I don't think anyone claims that everything in astrology is exactly accurate and because the planet Mercury has moved from that position in the sky to that position in the sky, it means that everything is going to go wrong with whatever Mercury rules, which is communication. But there is still an observable correlation between what happens in the sky and what happens here on Earth. I believe in astrology in uh, in a very non-religious way. I believe that we can anticipate and learn from things that are about to come. So, for example, for example, we all know our star sign. And when people kind of go, oh, I'm nothing like my star sign, I'm nothing like my star sign, that's generally going to be a Taurus. <laughs> that goes, I'm nothing like my star sign, kind of proving its own self. And for example, there's a phenomena about Mercury that I just mentioned called the Mercury retrograde. And that's when the planet Mercury, in charge of communication, appears to be going backwards in the sky. And of course, no planets can go backwards, or each planet is on its own orbit. But from where we look at it on Earth, it appears to be traveling backwards, and that is supposedly linked with communication channels going down or with emails getting lost or with um, words being misunderstood. And I don't know if anyone remembers when Facebook crashed um, in was it October of 2021. Facebook crashed, Twitter crashed, and WhatsApp crashed all at the same time. And that was during the Mercury retrograde, okay. which was... It was shocking, I think, to a lot of people, except for whoever's into astrology. We just kind of sat back in our armchairs and went, uh-huh. Right. <laughs> yes. You know I've been expecting you. That got white. And, and yeah, when, exactly. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> when you trace back, when you think back to, say, 5,000 years ago, when our, our forebears would be looking at the skies and starting, you know, well, maybe further back than that, working out that the moon comes, you know, from this direction, the sun comes from that direction, the moon wanes, all, and they're kind of slowly working things out. This is, it's expanding on from that, and isn't it saying that and the stars are in these situations and the main planets do this. And, and you know, if, if the moon is affecting the tides, then these things could be affecting us in other ways as well. 
Exactly. So with the moon affecting the tides, obviously that affects the water. And as human beings, we are 70% water. There's a lot of words in, um, in European languages that are associated with astrology. The word lunacy is, of course, uh, moon sickness. And that is because it was observed that when the moon was full, there were more cases of crazy stuff happening. And even the days of the week in French and in Italian are named after the planets that are said to influence them. So if I said Mercury and it meant nothing to you, if I say Mercredi, do you then think, oh, right, yeah, Monday might be the day of Mercury. Mardi in French, that's Tuesday, and Tuesday is associated with the planet Mars. So we've got all this astrological history woven into our everyday lives, but we might not even realize. Words like martial arts, that's the art of Mars, the art of battle. Um, women are from Venus, men are from Mars. We've got it everywhere. So when you say astrology, I think it's like a, a, you know, a big package. It right. sounds like a huge deal, but it's actually inside our lives, whether or not we want it. And I'll tell you, my dad's a Virgo, and Virgos are very skeptical of all this. And my dad goes, oh, really, this, you know, is, is that how it works? Maybe I should believe in it. And I said to him, do you know, astrology managed without you believing in it for <laughs> thousands of years. Yes, a, a lot of things <laughs> do. Um, yeah, don't feel the obligation. Right. And, and when you're making kind of predictions, are you working off, have you a book, have you a text, have you something that you yes. work from? Yes, so there is a book called An Ephemeris, which looks like a, like a spreadsheet of numbers and symbols. The symbols are planetary symbols because each of the planets has a little uh, drawing that represents it. And there's also some triangles and some squares because it's very meaningful when a planet is at a 90 degree angle to another planet. So that's called a square or a planet at 180 degrees to another planet. So that's an opposition. So you can get a booklet of each separate year, which is how I like to operate. Uh, you can get a book of about 50 years. Right. Um, and because this is the, the era we live in, you can look at it online, but I find it very, uh, very wearing on the eyes okay. to look at a, an ephemeris online. I quite like the feeling of leafing from page to page, finding out what's coming up next month and what's coming up the month after. Um, and, you know, each, each of my booklets only has 12 pages, so that's also my kind of length of a book that, that okay. I favour. Right. So, uh, like old-fashioned books, you know, I think a lot of people still prefer them to, you know, Kindles and everything else that goes with them. You're, you're not far from that in, in what you're using. So, you looked at two, two star signs that are lo it's looking good for them in 2023. One of them is Leo, and, and one of our guests who was just in the studio a moment ago is a Leo, so he's all ears. There are people who were born between the 22nd of July and the 22nd of August. Tell me what they have to look forward to next year. Right. So Leos are people that see the positive in anything anyway. So whatever I'm going to say at my next sentence, they'll be like, oh, thank you so much. But actually, Leos have got a bit of respite from saving the world. 
Leos are great activists. They want for everybody to be happy. They want for everybody to be successful. And all they need is to be able to go home and rest with somebody special, to have um, lovely home times, lovely romantic times. And it is finally on the cards. The planet Venus, which would normally be in each sign for about one to two months every year, is spending a greater than usual length of time in Leo this year. So it goes in June 5th and it's going to be in Leo until October 8th. That's a good long hunk of time for Leos to um, to rest, to replenish, to be admired, which is one of their favorite hobbies, um, yeah. and, to, and to be at home. They're not naturally indoorsy, but it will be lovely for Leos to just be able to put their feet up and not have to put their face on every morning. Right, so well. Leos are one of the bigger winners of 2023. Declan will be delighted about that. He was a little bit interested about love and relationships as well. So, yes, so you can let Declan know that there is going to be a lot of love in the dates that I mentioned. However, Venus is actually going to be in retrograde in Leo between July 23rd and August 24th, nearly the entire period right. that um, that goes along with the sun being in Leo. And when... Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I, uh, I looked at the I, I looked at the column of the Mercury. <laughs> God, for a moment there, I thought you saw something bad for Leo. No, no, no. I'm sorry. December is so hard for moms. Um, no, I just I looked at the wrong column. Um, right. So ending September fourth, and during that time, there could be romantic misunderstandings. Oh my God! Now, romantic misunderstandings are hilarious when we watch them in the cinema. Absolutely not funny when no, they happen in our own No, uh, he'll be worried about that. I, I have to ask so, you quickly, yeah. if I can, about Capricorn, because yes. Barbara, the other guest in the studio a little bit earlier, is a Capricorn, which is um, just before Christmas till the 22nd of January. What can Barbara yes. look forward to? Right. So, first of all, the year starts with Capricorn in, uh, with Mercury in Capricorn. So, that's contract being thrown towards her, a lot of opportunities coming her way. And the year also ends with, um, well, not quite Capricorn, it, the year gets to its final kind of week with Capricorn in, with Mercury in Capricorn. Sorry, I don't know where my words have gone. Come backwards. Um, the year is a week from endings towards the end of 2023. Um, Mercury returns Capricorn, and that means that a lot of communication successes will be around for Capricorn. Oh my God, this is absolute music to Barbara's ears. Opportunity and communication successes. She will be over the moon with that. Uh, Imbal, thank you very much for joining us today. And uh, let's hope all of those those wonderful predictions uh, prove true as well. Thank you very much indeed. In a moment... Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.